Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Core 214 podcast, where I hope to get to the core of what the Bible says about various topics while comforting others with the same comfort God has given me. My name is Samaria, and I'm excited for another episode. This podcast is based on the scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3-4, through which reads, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction, so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort we ourselves are comforted by God. In this podcast, I'll be sharing about how God helps me through the struggles I've been through and I'm still going through. And today's episode will be about busyness. So to start off, I want to tell about a dream that I had about one or two years ago that really prompted um, me thinking about busyness in my own life. And so I'm a part of the dance ministry at my church. And about one or two years ago, I had a dream that my church was doing a production with acting, singing and dancing, um, which is something that my church would regularly do before COVID started. Um, And in the dream, the dance ministry, the dance ministry had just ministered a song and we had to get changed for our next dance. And so we were in our room where we hang out and get dressed and um, everything like that. And I was kind of arguing with someone about what we were supposed to be wearing because we were not on the same page about it. And so at the same time, there was another member of the dance team that who was just somewhere completely else in the building. They weren't getting dressed. And so I went to go find her and tell her that she needed to get dressed because our scene was next and we needed to get ready for our dance. And so after all of this commotion that was going on, we all, we all went into the sanctuary of our church and I looked around and saw that we were all wearing different things, which just sparked another argument. And I don't even remember what was said. Um, even when I woke up that morning, I didn't really remember what the argument was. But I remember at the end um, of the argument, I remember saying, you know what? I don't even know what song we're ministering to anymore. So I'm just going to go out there and hope that the moves come or something along the lines of that, basically, that I was just going to go out there and just wing the dance. And so after I have dreams like this, um, I really think that um, that's God speaking to me in a way, especially if it's something um, personal in my own life that I see myself reflected in. And so after I had this dream, I prayed to God asking what he was trying to speak to me about myself. And I just felt that it was him speaking back to me or just a reminder of how busy I can be or just how unfocused on him I can be. And so, like, yes, the ministry was for God. Like, we were prepping this dance for God. We were ministering it in the church for him. And we were ministering it for the congregation to be blessed. Yes, it was for God. But in that moment, I was focused on everything but God. And it's just so easy for us to keep ourselves busy, whether it's with work, with school, with projects, with even with ministry. And while these things are good, if they're taking the place of our time with God and they're taking really the place of God, if we're putting those things in more importance than just being with God, then they're becoming idols. And so I thought of the story that I mentioned in the previous episode. If you haven't listened to the previous episode on anxiety, um, I hope that you guys will listen to that as well. And that story is about Mary and Martha. And so Jesus had come to Mary and Martha's house and Martha was busy serving, which in itself is not bad, you know, Someone comes to your house, especially that someone is Jesus, you know, you want to show hospitality to someone who comes to your home. But like Jesus told her, only one thing is necessary. 
And that is what Mary was doing while Martha was busy serving, you know, cooking, cleaning, whatever she was doing. Mary was at the feet of Jesus and she was worshiping him. And so only that one thing is necessary. And that's what Jesus told Martha. She was so busy trying to get things ready to serve Jesus that she was neglecting the fact that Jesus was literally right there in her home and, you know, not stopping just to acknowledge that he was there and just to worship before him. And so in Revelation chapter three, verse two, in the Message Bible, it says, maybe there's life in you yet, but I wouldn't know it by looking at your busy work. Nothing of God's work has been completed. Your condition is desperate. Think of the gift you had once in your hands, the message you heard with your ears. Grasp it, grasp it again and turn back to God. And so this reverse just reminded me that I can so easily lose focus being busy that I'm not even accomplishing what God's will is for me to do. So God has first called us to seek him first, to be with him. And that should be the priority for anything else. Like Matthew chapter 6 verse 33 says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these other things will be added. But seeking God is the first thing first. And in Psalm chapter 46 verse 10, it says to be still and know that he is God. In Revelation chapter 2 verse 4, God says, you have left your first love. You have lost the depth of love that you first had for me. And in verse 5, he says, repent, change your inner self, your old way of thinking, your sinful behavior, seek God's will, and do the works you did at first, when you first knew me. And so these verses are just reminding us that he's calling us to return to him first, to repent, to spend time with him, and to change our actions and our ways of thinking. So if we're doing things for God for the, with the wrong heart, then it's all in vain. In Matthew chapter 15, verse 8 through 9, Jesus says, This people honor me with their lips, but their heart is far away from me. But in vain do they worship. And this reminds me of the other scripture in Matthew, where Jesus says, Many say, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, done many miracles in your name? Have I not danced in your name? Have I not sang in your name? Have I not served in children's church in your name, you know, whatever it is, whatever applies to you. And that even though we may say these things to Jesus, Jesus will say, I never knew you, depart from me. So it's more than the actions. It's more than just lip service. It's the genuine heart of repentance, the relationship with God. He's calling us back to him. And so I'm saying this first to me, like Samaria returned back to him, not just in speech, but in my actions, in my life, in my heart in my time. And I'm saying it um, for you all as well. Please return back to him, not just in speech, but with our actions, with our lives and with our hearts, especially because we really do not know when we'll die or when we'll, when God will return. Tomorrow is really not promised to us, which can be scary to think about. But I mean, we see it every single day. People are dying every day from sickness, from accidents, from injustice, from just random acts of violence all around. And I'm not saying that to, you know, scare you into um, accepting God, but like it's just the fact of the matter of that we really do not know when he will return. And it reminds me of that other scripture about um, about the master who returns home and finds that his servants are not. Um, he wants to find the servants returning. I'm sorry. <laughs> he wants to find the servants working and preparing for him he doesn't want to find him um lacking in any way and not just like goofing off you know 
So I'll have to find that scripture. I'll find that scripture and put it into the description of the episode because I can't think of it off the top of my head. But it's something about the master wanting to, we don't know when the master will return. And so we need to be ready. We need to have our lamps burning and be prepared. And that's another story about the, the virgins with the lamps and how they were waiting for the master to return. And so there were five wise virgins and five foolish virgins and how when the master returned, five of them, they had their oil, they were ready to go. And the other five who were foolish said, hey, can we have some of oil for our lamps? You know, ours, we don't have any more oil, ours is out. And so they weren't able to go with the master because they didn't have the oil, they weren't prepared. And so we really want to be prepared for when Christ returns. And so, you know, we don't can't just say, oh, you know what, God, I'll give you time next week or God, I'll give you time next month or Lord, I'm just really busy right now. But, you know, next year I'll be good to go. Like tomorrow is not promised. And so we really have to get our priorities in line and ensure that um, the first thing is first and that we're not saying that we're too busy for God because in reality we're not. And so please do not wait for tomorrow to get it together. And so one of my favorite scriptures is Romans chapter five, verse eight. That says that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. In 2 Corinthians, it says that we are progressively transformed. So we are not perfect. I'm not perfect. But God loves us and he's calling us. Even in our mess, even while we are yet sinners, God has already taken into account our mistakes. So you can come just as you are as long as you have a genuine and repentant heart. He is patient and he abounds with loving kindness and grace. And he does not wish for any to perish, but he wants all. Yes, you are included in all. He wants all to come to repentance. And so we don't want to reach the end of this life and hear, depart from me. I never knew you. So, so important that we return our focus back to God. Even in the busyness, we've got to be still and know that he is God. And so one thing that helps me is to set times to pray and worship and to read my Bible. So I have an alarm for right when I wake up to read my Bible, to pray and worship. Um, I have another alarm at noon to worship. I will be honest. I did have an alarm for 3 p.m. to worship and pray and read my Bible. I will be honest and say that I have kind of slacked off on that. And that's why this podcast is just as much for me as it is for anyone else. So just, okay, I need to get back into my time of really getting into my Bible and worshiping and praying because it's just so important to hear God's voice. As well as I have another time at 6.30 p.m. Um, that's corporately with my church where we worship together. And so while... These times may not specifically fit your schedule. You know, you can find your own times. Maybe nights work better for you. Maybe early in the morning works for you. Maybe midday works for you. You know, that's really between you and God and um, just how you want to set apart your time for him. But please find time throughout the day to just be still and know that he is the only necessary thing. Even if it's 15 minutes, even even if you have to start out with five minutes or two minutes, you know, as long as it start, it's undistracted time with God and that you can continue to build up on that as you get stronger, too. I know for me, there was a time where I didn't really want to spend any time with God. I forgot all about praying and worshiping. I could go all day and right before bed. I'm like, I did not worship at all today or I didn't pray at all today. There's times where I thought praying was boring. I'd fall asleep during worship or fall asleep like one minute into reading the Bible. <laughs> But, you know, starting with two minutes, just reading the verse of the day, started building up into five minutes, just reading a a chapter a day. And so just it just builds up as you continue to just practice and practice it. 
and build upon it um, as the habit grows. And so when I keep when I kept coming, he showed me grace and helped me to keep coming even when I struggled. And so he gave his life for us. And he's just asking for his time back, even if it starts with five minutes. So don't be so busy with other things in this world while neglecting your walk with God, because eternity is the only thing that remains. When we die, we can't take anything with us, but our souls either going to heaven or hell. And he loves us so much that Jesus died on the cross so that we will not have to perish, but that we could have eternal life. But he has still given us a choice. So please choose today to accept this gift of eternal life with him and to return to him with a repentant heart. God says that if you draw near to him, then he will draw near to you. And the first step to accept Jesus into your heart, into your life, um, is to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. I need you. Thank you for dying for me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me. Please cleanse me of all my sins. I believe you rose from the dead so that I could have a personal relationship with you. I receive you right now as my Lord and my Savior. Please fill me with your life and guide me in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. God loves you so much and he has his arms wide open for you. If you guys do have any prayer requests, there is a prayer request link both in the description of the podcast and in this episode. And so if you want to fill that out, it will get sent to me and I will be praying for you guys. If you do want to fill it out and remain completely anonymous, you can do that as well. Um, So I will be praying for you guys. And I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. And if you have not heard the episode on anxiety, please feel free to listen to that episode as well. And I hope that this podcast is blessing you guys and most importantly, blessing God as well. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and I pray that you all have a blessed day.